Hi again, and welcome to Inspire Me. I'm your host, Rene Dubovois. I love you, and I thank you for listening to Inspire Me. This is a podcast that sole intended purpose is to inspire you, to touch, heal, and inspire you. I hope that you're sharing it with your friends, followers, and your tribe. <laughs> and I also hope that your friends and family and tribe are also sharing it with their friends, family, <laughs> and tribe. Well, okay, so now that I've got my sneaky bonus out there requesting you to share the podcast, to like the podcast, and oh, by the way, to donate to the podcast, I would like to tell you what this particular episode is all about. I've entitled it, Are You Getting or Giving? Are you getting or giving? You've heard that there are givers and takers in the world, isn't it? People that give, give, give all the time. And then you have people that just get, get, get. They want all that they can get and they don't care how they get it. But they just get it and they continue to get it either through abuse of others or manipulation of others. But is there any good to getting? Of course there is. And in this half an hour, I'm in hopes of sort of shedding light on that and bringing maybe some new value in your understanding about getting versus giving. Again, I'm calling this podcast, Are You Getting or Giving? Now, the focus that I'd like you to sort of meditate on is your vision. I believe, having lived all over the world, that there are principles to giving and to giving. Excuse me, did I say giving and to giving? Okay, getting and to to giving. There are principles. All right, come on, Ronnie. Woosah. Okay, there are principles to getting as well as principles to giving. Getting means you're getting all that you can while you can, while you're in power, while you're in the lead, while you are ahead. Giving is a little different. Giving doesn't need to be in the head, in the lead, or in power. Giving is based on the principle of just giving, no matter the level, no matter the status, no matter the social economic status, giving is just giving. And there are no ups and downs to giving. When we give, we give out of abundance of the goodness of our hearts. I've met people and I've even had people say to me, you give too much. You're always giving to others. What do you leave for yourself? I've had people say to me, you give so much people abuse you. They take advantage of you. You should think more about, you know, holding on and holding in for things for you and your family. I've had people tell me a litany of things like that. And not too long ago, I had someone tell me, oh, well, you know, you're going to always be like that. But realize that people take from you because they know that your meekness is really your weakness. Imagine that. Imagine 
being someone who loves to give, who loves to add value, who loves to to see people smile and to take someone who is really struggling and provide the resource or the food or the finance or whatever it is that they need so desperately in that moment imagine providing that and that person the recipient showing enormous appreciation you're not thinking of yourself as meek or weak you're thinking of yourself in a real nice way you're feeling pretty proud about you know just doing something wonderful and you know that almighty god loves you for doing so when i was told that people come to me all the time because they see my meekness as weakness i just sort of snip snip with that particular friend because i've noticed a pattern with that person that person always had something negative to say when i was constantly sharing or reinforcing doing good social good and the kinds of things that brought me joy they just didn't seem to want to hear that and i also noticed that the person seemed to get quite annoyed now it wasn't me talking about me it was just me sharing what i love doing or joy that i receive from giving are you getting are you giving some people spend their lives just getting 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 taking 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 and then there are others who take every opportunity to give 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 what's wrong with it what's wrong with that picture is one better than the other well some people of a certain generation will say that giving and taking should be a balance i'm not so sure that i disagree with that because i don't disagree with that there is a there is such a thing as giving and taking giving and taking but allow me to sort of stretch your imagination on where i'm going with this yeah when i say that giving or or getting or getting or giving is based upon the vision that you have i'm saying something that i don't think you've thought about for example your giving if it outweighs your getting It's based on your vision for life, for your life and for the life of others. A vision defines a purpose. It eliminates ambivalence. When you have a vision, you're driven by that vision to complete your purpose that you know that you know is your purpose. whether divinely called or ordained or just something deep down in your own individual soul you understand that the vision is what leads you down the right road the right path and even to your ultimate destiny I talk a lot about vision and in my podcast Inspire Me you will hear me refer to visions a lot. You will hear me refer to 
the mission that correlates with the vision. But for this particular episode, I'd like to just focus on your vision and why your getting may be outweighing your giving. People that often live from day to day just getting, it can easily be said that they're selfish and straight from the pit of Hades because all they think about is themselves. I don't know that there's not any truth to that. I'm just not publicly going to perhaps dig deep into that because that's really not the intended purpose of this particular podcast. But let's be real and let's have real talk here. People who are constantly getting, the reason for that is because all they're thinking about is themselves. Haven't you heard the me, myself, and I syndrome? Oh, it's out there and it's definitely real. And it's the kind of thing that makes you question the heart and the values, the morals and the decency that some people have to the extent that they seem to always want to just get and never, ever, dear goodness, take a time to give. Your vision is what outlines your giving. When you have a vision, it's like a movie that plays out in your mind, your subconscious mind, in your dreams, defining and placing everything that you desire to do for that common cause or for that project. And if you're wise, when you get that dream, you should get up immediately and write it down. Believe it or not, I keep a, what do we call it, a diary next to my bed. Because when I get those kinds of epiphanies in my dreams, I know that it's very powerful. I know that it's coming from Almighty God. And I, I know that I will forget it when I wake up hours later in the morning. So I get up right then and I jot it down in my diary. The next day after I've had breakfast, I've had prayer, you know, I've done my yoga or whatever, my walking 12 miles, I sit down and I re-review it. And I look at it and I try to discern within myself, what did that dream mean? Why is that dream talking to me or showing me those certain things? Well, it's because of where my vision is. It's because of what I'm constantly writing out or verbally speaking out about my vision and what I do and want to do and have done for what I call the impoverished citizens of the world. People who have absolutely zero, nothing. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Well, there's some truth to that too. But when I come across people who have nothing, that instantly changes Sugarfoot. I don't leave people in a position of having nothing. If I don't have it on me right then, I'm going to find it and I'm going right back. That's really how I operate my humanitarian services through my Fish Foundation Global Nation. That is how my vision, mission, purpose and driven purpose is executed. Because I know that what I'm divinely created to do is literally add value and bring hope, joy, peace, and healing 
to other people. And it doesn't always have to be somebody who is in poverty. I mean, you can meet your neighbors next door, like I do, living in hundreds of thousands of dollars of homes, like $700,000 homes that need support, that need help. Help is not always monetary. Help is not always, or support is not always, you know, the financial extension. Sometimes people just need a good word. Sometimes people just need you to listen. Listen. Sometimes people just need to vent and get their anger and their frustration and their fears out and exposed to you because maybe they value you and your opinion or where they see that you are in life. Same if they live next door to you. And it appears that they have even more than you. My brothers and sisters, don't assume that because somebody looks like they're living much better than you or a grandiose life, that they don't need your help or support. That would also be a lie from Hades. We cannot assume that because people are doing well and it's known emphatically put that they don't need help. Why is it that so many filthy rich celebrities and others commit suicide? Just because you may have millions in the bank, that does not suggest nor does it confirm that you're happy. It doesn't confirm that you have a vision. It doesn't confirm that you had a vision to get to that amount of wealth. Some people's wealth was inherited. Other people's wealth was through fraud. Hello? Everybody that has wealth didn't earn it. They didn't do it the right way. You know that as well as I do. So are you getting or giving? Does your getting outweigh your giving? If it does, there's something wrong with your vision. Let me take it to another level. Let's go deeper, shall we? A vision can imply the success you have now or the success you desire to have later on. I would convey to you that success literally comes in installments. Don't believe me? Have you ever caught yourself looking at somebody else's success and they're younger than you, and you've been doing what they're doing much longer than they have, years longer, and you still haven't reached the level of success in that genre that they have, and it seemed like they just popped up out of nowhere from under a rock, and boom, <sighs> they were instantly successful. I know, it makes you mad, makes you want to just bloody scream. But that being said, understand that I'm saying success comes in installments. Now look, there are people, hear this, there are people who think their past experiences, I don't care whether it's education, whether it's social, whether it's spiritual, or even their past failures, a lot of people think that those particular areas in life precludes them from having a vision. 
for for a purpose in life. There is nothing in the world that should be blocking you from having a vision. If you have a mind and your mind is sound and you can think intelligently, I'm not saying you've got to be some wizard, some rocket scientist, but if you are reasonably intelligent and you know that you know that you can add and subtract and you can read very well, you can articulate your feelings, whether calm, cool, collected, or angry. I'm saying that there is nothing that should preclude you from having a vision for your life. There's nothing. People will make excuses for everything. You know why? Fear. There's nothing to fear but fear itself. And I'm telling you, People are living and breathing and passing you and me in the malls and in cars on the roads every day, all day. And they think that a lack of education, a lack of social, you know, influence, spirituality, you know, any failures they've had, they think that that is what precludes them from having a vision. Understand that. A vision is something that doesn't impair you, but it guides you. A vision is like a dream. A vision is something that you have organized in your mind to benefit yourself and or others. Once again, if you're all about getting, your vision is going to be about how you can get more and more and more. But if your vision, like mine, is about giving, your vision is going to lead you down a path to give to others while giving to yourself. There is nothing that anybody can say that can tarnish your vision if you have one. There's nothing people can do to extrapolate it from you. It's inside you. It resides in you. The only person that can kill your vision is you. Imagine that. Hmm. Only you can impair, destroy, extrapolate, or crush your vision. Are you getting or giving? Socially speaking, there is a plethora of opportunities to get and to give. The question is, which side of the spectrum are you on? Or do you fall somewhere there between? Because if you fall between, that means you understand the balance of getting and giving. There are three things I want you to remember when you are creating your vision or preparing to implement your vision. Number one, remember your purpose is greater than your failures and your mistakes. 
That's number one. Whatever your purpose-driven vision is, it's greater than any failure you've ever had or any mistakes you've ever made. Number two, not knowing the principles for fulfilling your vision is what can destroy your vision even before liftoff. So if you're not careful, if you don't know the principles, what do I mean by that? Well, I'm talking about the outline of why you have that vision. First of all, define what kind of vision it is. Is your vision, vision, excuse me, to feed uh, the, the world's children in poverty? Is your vision world peace? Is your vision 24 hours um, a call against shootings and, and war? Just silence for 24 hours. What is your vision? Define the principles of your vision. And then finally, number three, let your life be fueled by your vision. When you get in your car to go to work, to go to a friend's, to go to a barbecue, to go to the store, to go to church, to go to the mosque, to go anywhere, if your car is required, unless you have an energy electric car, and even with that, you still have to charge it, regular cars need fuel. That fuel, once connected to the engine, is what gives the automobile, the car, the truck, the ability to move and carry you where you're trying to go. I'm saying that you should be very, very mindful of your life fueling your vision. Let your life that you're living now fuel your vision. The whatever kind of life you're living or desire to live, put that in place. Put the life you want to live in place. I don't care if it takes you a year, two years, 10 years to get it done. Do it. But work towards it every day and change your life to change your vision. Accentuate your life to accentuate your vision. When you put fuel in that car, it takes you where you need to go, isn't it? Same thing here. When you fuel your vision, it takes you where you want to go. How do you fuel your vision? Your vision is fueled by the things that you exalt in your mind. The things that you find important that's like fuel for your vision. So if you know that you are aiming towards becoming an ambassador, for example. Everything your vision should fuel or should should display or, or demonstrations of acts from you that are qualities like an ambassador. So that upon notice, you may be recognized as an ambassador. And certainly, Putting it in your mental bank is going to make all the difference in the world because now you're rewriting your mental script to achieve that goal to become an ambassador. 
You follow me here? So fuel your vision by including and adding those things in your life that is going to take you directly to that vision's purpose. Nothing is done without action. You've got to do it in order for it to get done. Now look, you can hire people, interns, staff to put things out there for you, but it's not their vision, is it? It's yours. Treat it like your own baby. And men, this goes for you too. Treat it like it's your own child that you love dearly. Dress your children well, dress your vision well. By that I mean, put things around your vision that is, that is going to be exuberant, that is going to be empowering, that is going to be magnificent. Allow layers to build up around your vision because all the layers that you put around your vision, those are the things that's going to expose your vision to others. And once others become involved and engage with you and your vision, they will embody ideas that makes your vision rapidly grow and reach the goal that much sooner. So once again, are you getting or giving? It's not what you're not getting. It's what you're not giving. Did you hear me now? It's not what you're not getting. It's what you're not giving. And you're not getting it if you don't get what I'm telling you now. Hello? To get, you've got to give. To give, you must also be willing to get. They're not opposites. They are on the, how do they say that? Two sides of the same coin. Two sides of the same coin. Getting and giving work hand in hand when you choose through your vision to ensure that giving outweighs your getting. Now, a moment ago, I talked about success comes in installments. Let me wrap up by explaining that. Installments is sort of like buying a car, isn't it? You put a down payment down for that car, and with good credit, you're allowed to drive that car off. After that, every month, you make a monthly installment. Same thing with the mortgage. What are you doing? You're installing a payment, a certain amount that was agreed upon every month until the full balance is paid. I'm asking you to allow your mind and rewrite your script to understand that in order to have your giving outweigh you're getting, start allowing your giving to be in installments. Let it be on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis where you give in abundance 
versus getting all the time. It's not what you're not getting. It's what you're not giving. Are you getting? Are you giving? Just remember, your past failures, your past mistakes will not prevent you from having a solid vision that will benefit you and benefit others. My name is Renee Dubovois. I'm your host of Inspire Me. I'd like to thank you so very much for listening to this podcast. We do want you to support our podcast through your donations on a monthly installment, if you will. Those installments or donations will go towards the Fish Foundation Global Nation that you can see in our description here on Inspire Me. And when you go to the website, you will certainly see all the things that my foundation, as well as myself, as a global humanitarian towards peace and the goodwill of all humanity. You will see what we're doing and how your donation can help. Merci beaucoup. Bonne journée. I wish you well. Au revoir.